Well, hi, and welcome to Smartphone Football. If you're listening to this, it means you've bought the app. Thank you very much. I'm Gordon Dallas. We are 12 men here. 12? That means you've had 11 already. I think you've, I think you've had enough men, Delia. Really. I, I just uh, just leave it. I'm not interested. I'm far more qualified than you or any of your colleagues. Well, okay, Brian, if you're more qualified, you go and sort it out. I'm, I'm not, I'm, no, no, not the 12th man. No, 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 no. I'm the 4th, possibly, but not the 12th. <laughs> uh, so this, just this section... Is called. No, I don't know too many words like labas. That's disgusting. I don't know what it means. Maybe you should go and check out uh, Delia in the dressing room with her and Clough. This section is called uh, Five Asides. Five of the top stories, five little nuggets from some of the archive, some of the great players and great names and great characters that we've met in the last couple of years when we did the podcast. I am your father. You always say that. If you were my son, then I'd be getting I'd be a bit worried. So this is Five Asides. I think um, listen to uh, Craig Brown at the time talk about Scotland's and his opinion, his most uh, meaningful game for Scotland as a manager. We've got Chick Charnley talking about urinating in John Lambie's bath in Lambie, throwing the water all over his face after a game. You've got to listen to that. Jose Katongo, I thought was really relevant about football when he arrived in the 80s and what he thinks of the football now in the, the noughties and the 90s and the noughties we've got Pat Nevin talking about picking up birds with the clarinets or the lack of and I think kept it to the end fantastic it's come up in conversation Arthur Montford talking about possibly the greatest game that Scotland has ever seen so it only lasts three or four minutes five asides and we'll do more later on but thank you for buying the app and uh, I'll try not to get interrupted by these people anymore. Please, would you clear out this app? It's just for nice people and folk that have bought it. I'm far more qualified than you or any of your colleagues. I know you are, Brian! I know you are! Hi, Craig, it's Joe here. Um, Craig, I would like to ask you what result, um, you know, there are certain results you look back and has gave you most satisfaction. Well, I remember quite clearly, clearly uh, the, the result that maybe was the most significant one was we, to play a qualification game in, uh, in Moscow and it was winter, it was, I think it was November it was about 11 degrees below and Russia had a good time Russia wasn't split up into all the small countries at that time there were the Latvias and the Belarus's and yeah. Georgia's and it was Russia and they had Kanchelskis playing I remember and uh, it was Colin Calderwood's first game for Scotland and we played in Moscow and everybody was expecting us to get a do and a wee bit like, you know, I hear the prophets are doing talking about the next week's game against Holland, but yeah. we do nothing, nothing over there. And Calderwood was brilliant. Uh, Tommy Boyd played Kinchelskis out the game. Jim Leighton was in goal and uh, it was an excellent uh, performance. And I think of all the significant games, that gave us encouragement. We actually drew them at home as well, and, and the Russians, and that gave us encouragement to qualify from the group, which we did to get to the European Championship. So the dressing room, as Joe will tell you, yep. some of the things got up to them. <laughs> tell us, I'll tell us. Quick one, Please. When, Lam- when Lambie was the man at the party thistle, and they say, if ever the distant habits, and me and Brian Gallagher went in, and there was four or five showers, so we're standing in the showers, and the two is uh, peed in this bath. <laughs> So we were, ho- we were hoping that one of the players would come into it. So who was, who was first into the, the, the shower room was John Lambie. So we said, please go into bath number one. And, please. And Lambie duly obliged. We went into this bath and covered with new 
and threw it up in his face. <laughs> <laughs> threw it up in his face. So we Gallagher oh, couldn't move from laughing to you. He started screaming at us, what you laughing at yourself, Pete so and so. We actually said to him, do you like Celtic piss? <laughs> 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 so, he chased the freezer ball naked, he chased his way to the the corner. <laughs> well, that, that's just some of the things you missed, you know what I mean? Just, uh, no, 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 actually, that happened. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> well, another th- and now, now, three scores football, not a bad way. Uh, some good players, but football, so I don't know, explaining. Bad to watch, I prefer to watch English. Yeah, and that's completely and that that's completely different from when you arrived. Say in the mid eighties, it's that's a completely yeah. different attitude you've you've developed. Yeah, no, no that time that time football good good because so many good players and a lot of very even fourth second division a lot of good oh, players. Definitely. Now I see boys playing the Premier League. They in night out they think oh I made work like a big shoulder. Now I'm just crazy. What's the answer then? Is it money? <coughs> I, just I, I don't know. I, I think just I don't know. Explain. Just the manager is so negative. I think this is the problem. Yeah. Pat, you have never thought about going into the record side and making a song for somebody or doing it yourself, mate. Uh, no, I'd still I kind of DJ and do all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, no, I, I played saxophone. Okay, very quick story. I was a clarinet player as a kid. That was my my instrument. But you kind of get a bug with a clarinet. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Not unless you're over the head with one. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get a saxophone out of the teacher nah. so I said, no, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah, well, I'm the same part. I always struggle to hold mine with both hands as well. <laughs> <laughs> I was speaking to Gordon today. When I heard you were coming on, I thought I was really impressed. I thought to myself, I've got to ask him this question. Is when the great Real Madrid came out of Hamden Park with the white tops on, Arthur. Mm. No, that must have been special, wasn't it? Well, it was a, 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 the, the European Cup final of nineteen sixty. It was probably the, the greatest game of football, and might be the greatest game of football ever played in Scotland. Mm. I mean, seven three, two players pushed us into Stefano, sharing seven goals with the team in a European Cup final. Hundred and twenty-eight thousand people didn't go away. They insisted on the, uh, applauding the amateur going the track. I tried Frankfurt waited and applauded them off the pitch. I tried scored first, then the Real Madrid scored seven. I remember going to watch them in training, and uh, I thought, my goodness, this is a bit special because I had watched Eintracht take twelve goals off Rangers in the two semi-finals, and I thought, what a team they are! Chris Lindbergh, Fav near the forward line, all capable of scoring goals. And along comes Canario del Sol, Vestetola, Puskas and Gento. And you say, God, there's goals in this game too. But it was just very briefly, without labouring the point, if you've got time, I could tell you a story that's not generally known that STV very nearly didn't cover the game. What happened was that we were members of the UBU, the European Broadcasting Union, wanted to cover it, so we asked BBC London if they could get a commentary position, and they said, somewhat patronisingly, no, I'm sorry, they're all taken up, but if you can find a place to put your cameras, we'll let you in. I said, well, you know, you won't let us on what going, because we're members of the EBU, and they put our cameras in front of the old North Stand, called People of a Mature Vintage will remember the North Stand. The opposite the main stand, it was a tiny, smallish stand, and we put two cameras there, uh, I was there uh, with Alec Cameron, and uh, we had described possibly the greatest match I'd ever seen. And uh, many, many years later, 
it would be, I reckon, probably about 77. We went to uh, South America with Scotland, with Ali McLeod, in the year before the World Cup, to Chile, to Argentina and Brazil. And when we were training in Santiago, Chile, a guy comes along from the local team, Cola Cola, and it was French Puskas. And uh, he came in, and I had spotted him right away, of course, but this time he was... He was never, never very slim, but he was chunky by then. And he came down and sat down, and the players all came over, and uh, well, they were all excited, and God McCrean wanted to meet him. And, well, it, it was pure magic, and it turned the clock back to one of the greatest games that I think I ever saw.